This space was downloaded via spacesdown.com. Visit to download your spaces today. First of all, I cannot stand this freaky music. I cannot stand the music. Hold on, y'all. I'm sorry I'm like really late. Hold on just a second. Cannot stand when you have these people at the window. I order a mobile order. I make it easy. I know exactly what I want. I order the same thing. People still have difficulty. I don't understand. Anyway, what's going on, everybody? What's going on? I posted this live last night. I did not. Uh, oof, I was just tired. I don't know why. But this morning, I wanted to give my little two cents about Matt after actually sitting down last night and drinking a little bit. And I actually watched Big Brother last night. I did, y'all. I did. Okay. So let's get into that. Okay. So for me, watching Big Brother, I was like, bro. Um, I love that they brought Taylor out. Let's let's say let's say this, baby. Taylor was not playing when she was doing her commentary. Girl, she had me weak when she was talking about herself, but when she was talking about the cast members, I have to admit, Taylor's not. She's not doing too bad. She really would do good. On a podcast, but I know she's doing some rob that I do, whatever. She should do something on her own. I'm gonna say that. I think Taylor would do really a good job doing commentary on Big Brother and and Big Brother stuff that comes out or whatever. I think Taylor would do good with that. But anyway, with that being said, how you doing, guys? How you doing, baby? To continue, Taylor part was cute, but last night this whole space is gonna be about Matt. Okay, I, I don't want to get into the show too too much. Um, Felicia looked good though. She lost weight, and I looked at her last night. I was like, she looks really good. She looks like she's um, Felicia looks like she was happy to go. Felicia didn't look like she was sad or you know upset about it being over. I think Felicia was looking at her like, you know what, y'all, it's 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 done. It's a wrap. I'm 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 cool with it. It's it's whatever. I'm not tripping or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But and she looked really good again. That green, I, I loved it. Just, I watched the whole episode, like I said, she and I watched the whole episode, girl, I did, I was like, oh my god, I'm watching so freaking episode, and again, I, I really want to tell Taylor, girl, I think you need to do your own podcasting, but baby, she was reading them cab members down, that shit was a fucking hilarious, I was like, you better, Taylor, I said, Taylor, you done been around me and Sheena too fucking much, because I swear, I felt like it was me and Sheena up there doing the commentary, like, bitch, look where they at, and look where I am, I I was just waiting for I was just waiting for her to start saying I'm still here. I would have fucking died if she would have said I'm. I swear to God, I was like if she sings that song, that's it. <laughs> I don't care what happens. <laughs> As I'm sitting there in my Big Brother nostalgia, all of a sudden they, uh-huh, all of a sudden, all of a sudden they say. Well, if you want to try out for a big brother, make sure you go to da 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 And so then, of course, my stupid behind goes in. Now, mind you, thank you so much. Mind you, I had been 
drinking and everything. So mind you, when they do the when I do the video of the uh, you know the thirty second video that you do or whatever video, I said, oh my god. This morning I woke up and watched the video. I said, Jesus. Either they're gonna call me because they're gonna say this bitch is crazy as the fuck is she gonna be entertaining, or they're gonna call me. I don't know. I was drunk, did the video the way I am in the spaces. I swear to God. And the video had been submitted and it's turned in. There's not a damn thing I could do about it. They had the motherfucker. I'm telling you guys, I was like, I'm gonna win. You better get me. I was like, oh my God. application and I wasn't I, I, I remember posting it but I was like let me double check and I saw the video that was my last video that I recorded I said oh my god oh my god <laughs> so anyway whatever it would I heard you gotta be extra and y'all know I'm extra anyway but okay she so you know for to get your mama but what I want to say about the whole thing about watching it I thought that Jack was gonna say uh Matt I'm sorry buddy you know I thought he was gonna say it I did I, I thought he was going to say it. I'm happy Jag was loyal to Matt because if he wasn't, I'm going to the dog shower Jag this morning. But he he, he he let, he told Matt, I got you, whatever. But I know that Jag was thinking about it. I don't give a damn what Jag says. He thought about keeping Felicia and uh, getting rid of Matt because him and Boy talked about it. And even Mama Felicia, she's very compelling with her, um, you know, campaigning. She wouldn't there. Her, I was listening. I was like, damn, it does sound like a good thing to do to keep her. If I was Jag, I would consider it or may have done it because I knew I couldn't win against, you know, Matt or whatever. So now, when I have put this title up here, did Matt play himself? Play himself, I'm sorry. I, I debate about that. I still think he should have kept Felicia. He would have put himself in a better position instead of having to figure out, is he going to keep me or not? That part is true. But he's in a good position where he can take it from Jag because the house hates him. But I'll say this again to everybody who's listening. They said the same thing by Evil Dick. They said the same thing. Okay, go ahead, Sheena. Okay, so a lot of things. First of all, you need to send me that video. That's number one. Number two... The title says, did Matt play himself? Do you mean, did Jag play himself? Because that's the person that played themselves. Because I was literally telling Jazz in my space on Friday, I said, listen, there is no way I'm competing in an endurance competition against an Olympian. I'm not. Take your ass to the hotel and go talk to Julie Chen Moonves. I'm not competing against you. Good night. Goodbye. I told Jazz that. And what do we have? Matt won the first part of the HOH. Just like I fucking said. He shouldn't have been there. Why would you compete against Matt when you could compete against Bowie and a 63-year-old? Like, literally, what are you doing? And then they said that um, uh, Jag was in the DR for forever yesterday. So people think that it's production interference, and he was going to cut Matt, and they convinced him to keep Matt. Because that's what um, Alison Grodner wants. 
But me personally, if I was Jack, Matt would have been right out that door. Love you. We can be best friends after I win the money. I'll take you to a steak dinner. See you later. Bye. He would have been right out that door. Absolutely not. And now I haven't turned the feeds on, but they said that Jag is freaking out because now Matt won the first part. That was not smart at all. Okay. Sorry, I was eating. I changed the title, but I still feel like the question about Matt still stands. But I do agree with you, Sheena. Jag was moving in the right direction, whether we liked it or not, whether we hated him or whatever. Jag was moving in the winning direction. And I feel like with Jag, he started tripping. And I do believe <clears throat> production also jumped in there. Because when that man stood up and said, the deaf community, <laughs> your brother was like, damn. First we had the black people. Now we have the deaf community. And we have sick. Big brother don't know what to do with themselves, to be honest. They always trying to be politically correct. And they always shoot themselves in the foot. Jag probably was convinced by production. Just like, uh, what's that boy named Tyler was. When he was going to go home. When the Christmas nightmare bitch had the two queens on the block. So I do, I do think that there was some... Some play with that. And I think that's horrible. Our productions all trying to do a narrative in the reality shows. I miss pure reality shows when whatever is happening is happening. Big Brother used to be like that. Where production, I mean, okay. I'll admit that when they didn't step in, bad things did happen. But what the reality part was, it was good because we got to see the real. The good, the bad, and the ugly. And it wasn't, you know her trying to stop the reality or what the bad that we saw, which is what they do now on Big Brother. It's, it's really trashy. But there's nothing we can do about that, to be honest. Right now, I do feel like that Jag should be freaking out. He should have got rid of Matt. It didn't make any sense to even keep Matt at this point. Freaking Felicia just talked to him about that, and, but she smiled about it because she was like, she, like she said, they've been buddy buddies since the beginning. But she said he completely messed up with that. He should have kept me and got rid of that. The whole theme of the old people gay. Oh, that was in my video too. The whole thing about the older people can't do this, can't do that. I did say that in my video. Fuck that shit. I said I want to be an older person in the house and show that we can play and that we can win. Not a layup or you know somebody that can be a pawn or somebody just being in the house because they're older. I know I can get over on them or they won't win the competitions. That shit is old and trash. And I want that narrative to change. Which is why I apply. Okay. But I know they watch and listen to bloggers and commentators on Twitter, Instagram, and all these things, Reddit or whatever, and they know the narrative. Louisiana, people know about Matt. You know what I'm saying? And it would be a big deal if he did win. But at the same time, to be fair, if Jag won, it would be a big deal. You know what I'm saying? A first, all these things. So if you had a first or second place for the two of them, that would be history. So Big Brother is always trying to, the new Big Brother, let me rephrase that, is always trying to be so woke and so politically correct to look good because he doesn't want to get dragged. We've been dragging y'all ass for the past five years, and y'all still haven't learned y'all lesson because you're trying to change the narrative again. That's bullshit. 
if because I feel, I really feel like Jack wanted to send Matt home, not because he just you know I think he cares about Matt as his friend, but game wise, when I saw Jack playing, I got some respect for Jack watching him play that veto. I did. I I literally watched it twice because I wanted to watch how strategic he was when he made that mistake at the very very end. He figured it out and he got it together and he won. Right? I have been a fan of Jag uh, since he started playing. I mean, start playing hard. I'll say that. But for me, I got a little respect for him last night. But then I lost it at the same time because you kept Matt because he's your friend. If you're going to be a person that says, I'm going to be uh, strategic and play a good game. You know what I'm saying? Or uh, y'all get me, y'all let me win because I had a good competition, good wins, you know, strategic, blah, blah, whatever. But when you do that with Matt, they're going to call him out on that in the jury. They're going to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. He did a great da 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 da. But that whole thing with Matt, he messed up because they're going to give it to Matt at the end of the day because to me, Jack got number one. I do believe that. Uh, Blackout, welcome to the stage. How you doing, baby? Wait a minute, is it Blackout? Okay, okay, here we go. Bye. Say bye-bye, bitches. Oh, I can't. <laughs> oh, how you doing, baby? Go ahead. I'm okay. How are you? I am awesome. You have the floor. Okay, um, I think for sure he was going to vote Matt out because production had him in the DR for three hours. And, like, last night, he was 100% going to vote Matt out. And I was so excited to see Felicia, you know. I mean, I felt like she was going to win the game if Matt left. Because if she would have made it to the final two, she would have won. Like, it just really sucks. (laughs) So, I don't know. And then, you know, like, the whole, it's just, I don't know. Like, the way Matt and Jack have been talking about America make me sick. Um, that's pretty much it. <laughs> it's all good, baby. Uh, Sheena? You know what? Matt did play himself. And I'm going to tell you why. Because, okay, so he won part one. So now it's going to be Jag versus Bowie in part two. Let's say Bowie wins that. Part three? Oh, Bowie will wipe the floor with Matt in part three. If Bowie wins final HOH, she's going to take Jag. She's not going to take Matt because her only chance of winning is against Jack. She's not going to win against Matt. Matt is one of the most liked people that was in the house. And Sari is rooting for Matt. And Sari has been in the jury with them this whole time. We all know how persuasive she is. So he's going to get cut. Let's say Jag wins um, part two. Jag will wipe the floor with Matt in part three. Jag is going to cut Matt. Because, again, Matt is the most well-liked person in the house. Jag's jury management has been horrible. If Jag sits in final two against Matt, he'll probably lose on a unanimous vote. Or maybe Cam will vote for him. Maybe. So he'll lose 6-1. But he is getting cut. If Matt does not win, he is getting cut. So, actually, both of them played themselves. Yep, I agree. 100% they did. They <clears throat> who fumbled the ball at the final at the final part of the game, they fumbled. 
I think Bowie, to be honest and to be fair, if she gets to the very end, I'm not gonna hate on it because. Oh, uh, uh, the reason why I'm saying I'm not gonna hate on it because of the fact I, I'm not really crazy about Bowie or anything like that. I'm not, but she gonna get to the very very end. I'll play both their asses like a motherfucking fiddle. I would. Oh, y'all go ahead and fight it out. I would make sure I was in that seat if I was Bowie. Because yep. to me, you got two besties who are indecisive going back and forth, whatever y'all do, y'all thing. I'll get the seat. I'll take the win. Because the jury may look at, well, damn it, Bowie's in one of them seats against any of them. They'll look at like Bowie got here. And like Sheena said, they may say the two of them played themselves. We'll give it to Bowie. I mean, I don't know how the jury's going to think. And like, like uh, uh, Sheena said, of course, Sari is going to fight for Matt because she did say last night she's going to fight for Matt 100%. I'm just saying when they do the whole breaking it down, when you know when the jury sits there and says these are pros and the cons, they have to weigh everything in. And I think that Bowie could be a contender if she's in one of those seats. I mean, I just, I don't know. I just think it's opportunity. What do you think, Blackout? And Blackout, normally what we do it is we mute we mute ourselves when the other person is speaking, and then you know we raise our hand. So just so everybody can get what they gotta say out, there's no interruption or anything like that. It just that's how we do it. So did you have anything you want to add, Blackout? I heard you say something when I was talking. Um, I'm sorry. I was just agreeing with you. I don't know. You good, baby? Your first time here is what I'm telling you. Good. So if you had thing you want to say as well. I'm gonna pass it to Sheena. Yeah, no, I'm good. Okay, Sheena. Sheena, okay, I don't know. What I, I, don't have, I don't have anything. I don't have anything. Okay, I'm okay. gonna let this person up. I'm gonna let this person up. Okay, go ahead. Who's that? Oh, okay, then go ahead. They have the floor once they get together. Josh. Josh, yes. Hi, Josh. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Welcome, Josh. I know it's been a minute. I've not been in a, like, besides Jared's space, I've been in a single space all season. Okay. <laughs> well, welcome, baby. Go ahead. Right. Yeah. I missed y'all, but since I started podcasting about, I was like, I'm too much BB, so I had to pace myself. Okay. Got you. Got you. Okay. Got you. But I don't know, but can all three of them somehow lose? Like, I just want all three of them to somehow each get evicted at final three because I'm, uh, I hate this pussification of players. It's like, I don't know. People are not acting like they need the money. Jack has a net worth of $5 million. He does not need the money. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I actually asked his brother about that. He said it's not true. Oh, that's not he true? said nowhere near close to that. I don't know where that came from, but Jazz said that's not true. All right, statement redacted. But still, he's a business owner, so he doesn't look like he's struggling. He don't need the money. He wants the money. But he's not acting like he wants the money. He's not moving like $750,000 ain't going to change his life. Matt don't even have a damn bank account. And Bowie Jane is fucking Bowie Jane. She's a <laughs> like she's a no 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 no. We, 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 we don't say we say fucking Bowie Jane. That's how we say it. Period. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. Can I get that one more time? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, John. I ain't do 
do it again. Go ahead, John. <laughs> I just want to make sure I got the inflection right, but okay. <laughs> you know what? I got time. You got it. You got it. Fucking Bowie Jane. <laughs> Let's, I love it. Yes. <laughs> is a lawyer DJ, but doesn't seem to have an original thought. So I can only imagine what her life is like outside the house if she's been this lame inside the house. I'm just like Matt screwed up by screwing over Sari and not making well, granted, Jag won the veto still, but he could have taken out Bowie Jane. And that would have been damage to Jag. And then Jag not making the move to take out Matt after the, he left, he caved into the DR, convincing him, oh, but I'll make it be a bad look on your friendship. He done screwed over every person on that jury. Every person in that jury house he has screwed over. Why stop now? You might as well go all in. So he can say, I didn't just screw you over. I did what I had to do to get to the end. But we all know from him, he's like a DR gangster. He he he's a professional victim. He goes and talks behind people. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You say a DR gangster? I can't. I love it. I love <laughs> it. Go ahead. He is because he talked big in the DR. He talked big when he comes talking to Bat and Bowie Jane. But remember when they said they was gonna ice out Felicia when and Felicia confronted him? Oh baby, he got down on his knees. He buckled easily. And I'm just like. Nah, I don't like people that can do talk behind the back but can't walk the walk. Nah, that is a major disconnect for me. That's what makes me like, no, thumbs down, tomato, tomato, potato, rutabaga, pumpkin, uh, everything in a pumpkin patch can be thrown at him. So I do, I think Matt winning part one is what Jag gets. I think Jag winning part two is what Matt gets. And I sincerely hope that somehow they both lose to Bowie Jane for being so stupid. That's what I got to say. Yes. First of all, Josh, baby. I loved it. I loved it. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So I know she's going to have a lot of things you want to say. I just want to say I appreciate you coming through and sprinkling some of that in this chat because that was everything. Go ahead, Sheena. Now, Joshy, you know I love you. And I agree with you on the first part. I wish that, I wish that they could all lose <laughs> because <laughs> none of these people are the final three that I want. But you know what? I, if Bowie Jane wins, I cannot be happy, especially after Taylor winning last year because, first of all, this woman didn't play the game for about 80 days, didn't play. Then she ran behind two men making beds, doing laundry, bringing food, coming to get the plate, take it back to the kitchen, all this to be stuck up behind two men, then talking about, oh, if I win HOH, I'll just put up who you guys want. What? Y'all talk about people not playing for the money. So Bowie Jane's father is a judge. She is a lawyer herself. We know she comes from money. I don't think she cares about the money at all honestly. Matt is still getting money from mom and dad. I don't think he cares about the money. Jag owns a business. It might not be $5 million, but I'm sure he's doing fine. So somebody tweeted and said, they need to start casting people that are destitute, that literally have nothing, who will really fight for this money. And I agree. 
Because these three people, they acting like they plan for $75, not $750,000. So the way that Bowie Jane has played the game, I think it's disrespectful to other women that have played the game. And I don't want her to win right after Taylor has just won the amazing social game that Taylor played. So, no, I will. I, it doesn't matter who wins. I don't want Bowie to win because here's the thing, right? At least if Jag wins, it'll be the first sick winner, the first Punjabi winner. If Matt wins, it'll be a representation for the deaf community. Bowie, that, that's just a regular white woman. It's not going to mean nothing. So I, I don't want any of them to win, but least of all, I want it to be her. I, okay, I, okay, okay, Josh. Obviously, we don't want Jim Carrey's lookalike Vera <laughs> to win. Okay, we do not want her to win. But <clears throat> I am, I am, I am, because I really, I get what Sheena is saying. Like the Bowie Jane situation is just, you know, it's it's stupid. Really, truly, I don't want any of them to win. I'm gonna go with what Betty said and scrap this whole season. Next season, they need to get Bonquisha from Dallas. Who just barely paid their rent to get on there? They need to get Josh, the struggling college student who only eats noodles for dinner. They need to get Me? people in here. Oh, baby, I forgot your name, Josh. My bad. I meant Josh. I was just saying a random name. It was a. You know what? Yes. I got time for you. No, you're not accurate, though. Accurate. I've been for years. Oh, my God. I got rid of I'm going to say Chris, who is a college, struggling college student. Who eats noodles for dinner every day? They need to find these people who are really hungry. And I don't, I mean, well, actually, yes, hungry for food and for money to go in this house. Because these people coming here are coming in like it's a friendships, uh, friendship vacation, or it's a Facebook on live. It's not like we're going for coin. We just making friends. Or I wasn't, I didn't have no friends outside the house. And so I'm gonna make a friendship here. Or I didn't go to college in my life, but big brother. It's like a college fraternity for me. Like y'all using things that you didn't succeed in life in and using Big Brother to make it up. I'm very so much so much tired of that. I want it to be what it is. It's a competition. And I just love how Sheena said that. I know somebody tweeted it, but I never heard that. So I love that because it need people who are hungry for the competition, hungry for the money. Not necessarily because I want to get more followers. How many times have we seen me brother people come on there because they want their Instagram numbers to go up or whatever? And and, and I'm like, come on. I, not saying nothing wrong with that. I don't think nothing wrong with that at all. But let's go back to the original concept where we're talking about it's a competition. People want to play for money. That's it. That's all. If I go on there, I'm going to be a conniving bitch. No lies. I'm not going there for friends and stuff. like. I got friends. I got people who care about me. I'm going in there being conniving. I'm going to be a bitch every day. I, I'm, I'm going to talk and have social game, but it's not, you ain't, I don't want to know who your mom and daddy was last year. I don't know, but I don't want to give a damn. I want to know, we in the alliance? Who you putting up? Am I on the block? Did I win HOH? And who getting alcohol? Besides those topics, when I'm in that house, I don't care about nothing else. I don't. Period. Like all the other stuff they talk about is bullshit to me. Like all the other, that's why it gets so messy. That's why it gets so, you know, people getting disrespected. Because y'all so worried about that personal shit instead of worrying about the game. Let's just play. Then my personal stuff won't interfere with yours. I won't get offended by the things, the things. Period. 
I won't go in there and hide. I will let them know straight up. Oh yes, I am a bitch. Yeah, I'm letting you know that now. I'm moody. Mm -hmm. I can be nice and mean, nice nasty. I'll go in there and break it down for them. I will, so there's no surprises. I'll send the first day. So there's no surprise about who I'm gonna bring to the table. And I am gonna be sneaky as the fuck. And I'm gonna cause lots of chaos. First day met you. How you doing? I swear. Because it's like to me, I don't see the point of going in there bullshitting for like the first 30 days. And then all of a sudden, day 40, I'm playing the game. Uh, day 45 or like so she said, day 85, I'm playing the game. No, no, no. Let's start over because I, I just can't. This season was pure trash. We got two decent seasons from 23 to 24. We get here. It's bullshit. What's coming? And then what is this winter thing that she's talking about? What winter thing? I know we had that little... Go ahead, Josh. Oh, I mean, there was several points there, but I'll start with the most recent one. It's like, I don't know. There's been speculation of a legend season, which I think is stupid. If anything, if they're going to do a former season, I would like a second chances season of people like post-All-Stars 1 that we haven't seen or haven't really been talking about since, but like played a game and were so close. They were fan favorites. They weren't racist or problematic that we would like to see get a second chance. I, that's what I would hope for. Maybe it's another celebrity, celebrity big brother season. You know, they still on, they still on strike. So they need something to do. Um, But also to, to also co-sign y'all's point about how the determination. I always said they need to go look on the foreclosure list they need to go look on who filed for bankruptcy. They need to go see who's on unemployment, who's on food stamps, and recruit them people. Don't don't be if you're gonna go recruit, don't recruit those people that want to have clout. Look people, look for people that's about to be without. Mm. That's what I would say. Um, yeah, and also just like I would suggest lowering the stipend because some people are just like, oh, I just want to get the jury to get the jury stipend. No, cut their money in half. Give them less guaranteed money so it'll be much more of a difference between what they get for being in the jury and how much they get for um, winning. Cut their side down to $500 a week and do that. Get, get us cut whatever they make and cut that in half. Forget inflation. Inflate, that's going to extra motivate people. Because why would I want to go in there and just get $13,000 when I can go on there and get make $750,000? That's 50, 50 times more. You make a very good point, Josh. I think that they, if there was a change that it would make a big difference about how people would actually play the game. And like you say, if they even want to do it, because for all we know, people probably do get on there literally just say, I don't think I'm going to win. I'm just going to go for it. Like you say, jury or go for it, da, da, da. People literally probably do sit back and say that. And I never even thought about it until you said that. Just now, that is interesting. Sheena, you got that you want to ask this mama? Sorry, I had to unlock my phone. You're I have a question for Josh. So why do you want to see a second chances season over a legend season? Well, to be for two reasons. One, some of the legends in B in BB world have kind of gone and tarnished their reputation after opening their mouth postseason. Actually, three points. Two, I don't trust CBS and Allison Grider's decision of who to the who def call as a legend especially after seeing their small stars during in 2020 and 
three, I just think this would be a much more interesting concept. People that have probably only played once, because people we associate with being legends have already played, have been in the house more than once, I would say. So second chances would be like some of the more underrated people. Like this space was downloaded via spacesdown.com. Visit to download your spaces today. Like Haley from BB20. I think she's remained unproblematic after leaving, so she can come back. Um, I was going to say Victor from 18, but Nicole sucked all the flavor out of him, so he can, I don't know how. how, how, how oh, how my God. No, he sucked all the flavor. Oh, my God. He looks like just a regular white dude now. Oh my God! Yes, that's not not the no salt version of Victor. I cannot. <laughs> oh, not the low salt. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. Reality T. Oh no, I know reality came up. Do you want to add to what Josh said? No, Nicole said it's too ethnic. It's too ethnic. Tone it down. But anyway, so so what I saw is that it's supposed to be like winners across all the CBS shows. So winners from survivor winners from the amazing race. And then um, like legends from big brother. I actually think if they do that, that would be kind of cool. I'm not going to be ready to watch big brother again in February. Like that's only a few months off. Like I wish that they would do it for the summer season, but I think that would be cool because Natalie is one of the names that I saw. Natalie will eat these bitches up. Like she's going to play play. So I would love to see her play again. So if that's what it's supposed to be, I'm for it because these people are really going to have to play. And then Chris, who just won um, the Challenge USA, he's one of the people, supposedly, that's supposed to be on it. He's going to play. So, like, these people are going to play the fucking game. And that's what I want to see. People are calling out saying they want giant bananas on there, but... Woo! He's doing a lot. I don't know if he'll be able to do it. He just recorded two shows. But uh, go ahead, Reality. Um, hi, Kamisha. Hi, Sheena. Hey, sweetie. Hey, everybody else. Hi. Um, I wanted to ask, um, how much is this stipend that people are getting, um, on the show? Because I have not heard in a long time, and I know that Janelle had mentioned before, because you see so many people that they just want to make it to jury, because then they will keep getting the stipend all the way through until the end of the season, and Janelle was suggesting that we need to stop casting people that just want to make it to jury for that. And so I was curious, how much is that? Josh, you know how much is exactly? I know the base rate is like a thousand a week. And I do, I'm not sure. I know there's some sort of bonus for making it to jury. I'm not exactly sure that those exact numbers, but I do know. Another thing they've done on the low is they've increased, like, the price payout for third through fifth place. They get a little extra something, some. I think third place gets an extra 15000 or something to that effect. Each of them from third, fourth, and fifth also get an extra bonus on top of the stipend, whereas first and second only get their final prize money. They don't get a stipend. Oh, so if you, if you make it to final two, you don't get the stipend anymore? No, you just get the seventy-five thousand or the three quarters of a million. Oh wow! 
Yeah, we need to change that because it does. I, I saw some stuff on Reddit and I didn't know what they were saying, but now it makes sense. There are actual groups who talk about this where they will get on Big Brother and not even attempt to, to try to get to, you know, the first or second because they know what can happen if they go to jury. And, you know, I'm not going to necessarily say it's a bad hustle, but it kind of it limits us on winners because people go come in there and say, well, I'm just going to go to jury. I ain't, I'm not trying to worry about, you know, getting winning anything. I'll just be here for a vacation. Because to me, it looks like a vacation to some people. I'm, and that's nothing I saw, another thing on Reddit. It's like they feel like people are going to be a brother for a vacation or to get away from their job or get away from their bad street or whatever, not necessarily to go compete. Do y'all agree with that? I, I read that yesterday. <clears throat> Do you agree, Sheena or Josh or Reality or Blackout? I think. If somebody is is going there for a vacation, it's a white person. Because <laughs> any person of color, it ain't going to be no vacation for you playing Big Brother. Especially if you're black. Especially if you're a black woman. So, like, when Cody was playing uh, BB-22, remember how Kevin was like, oh, Cody's been on vacation this whole time. He was, because he was never in danger. So, it's, it's not going to be anybody of color that's going there for a vacation. Wait, you said Kevin. Kevin's black. You talking black, Kevin? No, Kevin said that about Cody. Oh, he my bad. Saying, <laughs> you see Cody, he's been on vacation this whole time. Because he's never been you. in danger. And he wasn't. He was. Cody was not playing Big Brother. Cody was showing up to win competitions and then lying around the house eating food. That's what Cody was doing. He, did. he, he was did. never in danger the whole time he played. But see, that's why people get so mad about, I know to change the topic, but people, when they talk about Cody, even his podcast, they drag him because of his season. I don't know if you realize that people feel that way about him. Um, it's mostly because they feel like he was a white boy that just got got it easy. You know, they just, and they always felt that about him. I just wonder, do he, do he realize that's what they think of him? I think, so I think he realizes and I think he doesn't care because if we're being very honest, he got coached by the same person through two different seasons. So like he didn't really play big brother. He got told what to do. That's what happened. And then the second time he cut Nicole to make sure that he won because they said, um, that in the jury, they were talking about if Nicole makes it to final two, they were going to vote for Nicole. So Nicole was going to win Big Brother twice. And he cut her because he had said the biggest mistake that he made the first time was that he didn't cut Derek. And so that's why he cut Nicole, because he knew Enzo wasn't going to have anything to say. And he didn't. Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. I just barely made it. I'm on the highway, so I just went over a lane. I damn near clipped the car, but I'm okay. I'm alive. <laughs> I got cussed out, though. It's all good. Okay, so, uh, Sheena, you know, Cody, to me, there's a few people, alums on Big Brother, I feel like that. Kind of like, you know how they say you got a silver spoon in your mouth? There's a few, and Cody's one of them, where I think it was a group of them at one point in time, I can't remember which season it was, that they were mentored before they got in the house. Now, no one talks about it. I got to look it up, because it was a whole thing for like a year. There was like a group, four or five of them, that got, you know, mentored before they went in the house, and they did very well. And no one talks about it anymore. 
because because those guys are now a part of the alum. There are just some things I feel like about Big Brother, how you become an alum or how you become this elitist or whatever. And the people who work hard, like we watch coming up like the Taylors and the Janelles, you know, to be honest, the women are the ones who get shitted on. There's only one woman I feel like is part of that group, and that's Nicole, and I ain't crazy about her, no way. Her game is whatever. It ain't got nothing to do with that. I just don't like her. So, I mean, Nicole Frazzle, not the redheaded one. But I'm saying this, I've always felt like there was a little line, a little difference in certain people in Big Brother, and it's kind of crappy. And I, it's not even a race thing. It, to me, because it's white people involved with this, too. I feel like there's ones that think they're snooty, that think they're all of that, and don't be with the peasants below. And I just, I don't know. I don't know why it's like that, because to me, they all came from the same place, Big Brother. They all came from the same thing. Maybe one, some people been there longer. I'm sorry, was there first, or whatever. But at the end of the day, they're all a part of the same club. So I just don't... It's something no one talks about. I'm not even sure if y'all ever noticed it, but I have from reading. I'm on Reddit a lot. And it's been a thing for a while. Now, Sheena, you part of Big Brother blogger uh, thing for a long time as well. So have you heard anything that I'm saying? All I know is regarding um, BB22 that Derek basically talked to Cody and Nicole and told them, basically, what you need to do is you just need to get in there. You need to make a large alliance. Um, Cody was supposed to get the guys. Nicole was supposed to get the women. And just get a big alliance. Make sure people that can win physical competitions and mental competitions are in the alliance. And then just steamroll, which is basically exactly what they did. Because if you remember, Cody won the first HOH. And then everybody came to him. But he, what he did is Memphis ended up saying, okay, let's put together an alliance and let's get this person, this person, that person, this person. So it ended up being that he let Memphis do that so that he could say that he didn't put the alliance together. But that was really the plan all along. Yep, that was it. I couldn't remember what it was. But I thought it was five people involved with that. Well, I mean, not, not, the, not inside the house, but outside the house. Because I know that Derek was involved with it and everything. And I've been trying to talk to Derek for the longest. He used to follow me when I was on um, what the thing called Twitter had before. Start with a P. I forgot it was blue. Anyway, whenever I would do my Big Brother videos, it would be live on there. He would be in my lives all the time. I never said anything about it. I would drag him even to have a coding and he would be replying with a laughing. It was him. I found out legitimately it was him. He followed me for a long time watching me drag Cody and all of that and bringing up the same thing that Gina said. And he was there eating it, listening to it, and laughing about the whole thing. Because I would see my comments after the fact and he would always have a laugh emoji. Or he thought it was funny and shit. So, to me, I, I feel like they're Derek, they all look like anybody gonna do nothing. No one's gonna say anything. You can't prove it. So what you gonna do? And that's the way I always looked at them. Period. Uh, Blackout? Blackout? Yeah, hi, I'm here. Uh, sorry. Oh, you good? Um, Go ahead. Yeah, like, I just want to chime in on the whole... I kind of missed part of what the last person was saying, and I kind of got the end of it. Um, oh, I'm drawing a blank now. I'm sorry. Um, but 
like Derek and Cody, I I can't stand them. Like um Cody especially, like he's so evil. Like um Danielle, all about the pre gaming on Big Brother twenty two. So um I guess just like Danielle Donato had called Janelle and like talked to her about it and asked her if she was doing it. And then, you know, Janelle said she wasn't sure yet. And then um you know, she tried to work with Danielle, you know, and like Danielle like wouldn't have it at all because like there was like Janelle like I don't know they like blackballed her before like the season the season even started like they talked about evicting Janelle like right away or something like if she was on the cast like she's always like a target like right away and it's just so annoying. Um, and I just really hate Cody, but yeah. <laughs> that's all. Okay, baby, you love it when I hate Cody, you ain't the only one. Reality, hey, shit, kill my cheeks, TV. You have the floor, baby. Uh, reality, I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a problem with the pre-gaming. I don't see anything they can do to stop it because a lot of these house guests know each other. They played in the same seasons. And there's just nothing you can do about them talking to each other beforehand. And mm. But the thing is, is why do Derek and Cody keep denying and denying it? Just, you know, tell the truth. Because, he, you know, Cody even said on the live feeds one time at the beginning um, that he was told to ally with uh, Danielle. And he didn't even know who she was. How is he supposed to be a super fan and he doesn't know who Danielle Donato is? And then at the same time, he was spouting off all these statistics about exactly when Ian won and what weeks he won and just spouting off all these statistics. And I'm like, no way you know this. I know that you got fed this stuff by Derek because they had he and Dan... Giesling had a grudge against uh, Ian for beating Dan, and so they wanted to target Ian right away. So that's my feelings on it. Well, the reason why that they're not going to say anything because of plausibility, they don't know if, what if they say, oh yeah, we did that, and all of a sudden because CBS is pissed off that the fans are talking shit, and how it's not fair, and all this kind of stuff, the CBS acts a fool and go, oh, well we're taking some of y'all money. You, you know, you, you just never know what can happen, so if I was Cody or Derek, I wouldn't say a damn thing. I'll keep saying, I don't know. Forever and a day. Yes, and I'm also going to say, yeah, I understand what you're saying, that we can't control. They know each other. They know each other's kids, family, wife, whatever. They can do gaming pre-game before they do it. There's nothing we can do about that. I get it. But that more compass, I always say, it's important when people are not around you. It's not what we see. The more compass is what you do when no one is around. So if no one is around and you guys are pre-gaming, how is that fair to somebody who doesn't have that opportunity? who's a new person just coming in that just wants to play the game and doesn't know any of the cast members. It'll get to the point where fans will say, I don't want any more uh, stars getting together that were previously on the show back together. I only want to see people who are new who don't know anybody to have a fair game. 
it will get to that point because CBS is going to listen to what the fans, bloggers, and everybody bitch at them. If we bitch loud enough, they change things. It's been proven more than one time. Sheena? I saw your hand was up, Mama. You know, I was talking, I was talking, and the mute was on. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so first of all, just like Kamisha said, they they can't admit it because it, it literally isn't fair because everybody that they're competing against didn't have the opportunity to do what they did. So we already know that the game is not fair, but for them to admit that, it's like really not fair. So that's why they're not going to admit it. Then number two, this is something else that Kevin talked about, about that season, and I really agree with him, which is that he's like, listen, you're playing this game with these people thinking it's just this game, and it's not because these people are going to each other's weddings these people go on vacation together. These people are planning because they're probably going to end up doing a season of the challenge together. And all of that affects how they played that season of Big Brother because they're thinking about other things. They're thinking about, okay, if I evict you here, does that mean in a few months when we're going to go film the challenge, you're going to work in a different alliance against me? So it was unfair on so many levels. And that's why that group of people should have never played together. And that's why I said when they found out that Vanessa was pregnant and couldn't play and Rachel was pregnant and couldn't play, they should have scrapped it. They should have waited until Vanessa and Rachel could play because it wouldn't have went down like that if they were there. And then as far as the Janelle thing, I, I like Janelle and I hate Janelle at the same time. The things that I hate about her are the things that she says like on social media that have nothing to do with the game. But Janelle's problem is that she does not know how to minimize her threat level. Look at Sari. Sari is a reality TV legend. Sari should have been first out of that house. She made it to final five. Janelle will never be able to do that. She will never be able to do that. Because the thing about Sari is that she's a wolf in sheep's clothing. She's always going to come to you as that sheep. So you're always going to let her slide because she's giving you what you need. Matt wanted a mother. She gave it to him. Um, so Felicia wanted a best friend. She gave it to her. Whatever she finds out that you need, she gives you. That's why people don't want to let her go because they want to keep getting that. Janelle comes in like a bull in a fucking china shop and it's like, oh, she's playing too aggressively. She got to go. And then even the way that she was acting when she was trying to get votes to stay, it's too much, girl. It's too much. So she needs to learn how to decrease her threat level before she ever plays any of these games again, because the same thing is going to happen. She would have been first out, except Kaser won and saved them both. She would have been the first out of that fucking house. And that's going to happen every time until she learns how to come in and try to be quiet. Y'all saw this season when Ceri's back was against the wall. What did she do? Fade into the wallpaper. You barely even knew she was there. Janelle doesn't know how to do that. That's why she can't win. So until she learns how to do that, I don't want to see her play again because she's just going to go home. Damn, that was a really good point, you know, because... Damn, I probably come in there loud like that. I probably lose too. Goddamn. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I think Reality T Hand was up first, and then Blackout. 
well, well, the point is, is the game is unfair, um, and it always has been unfair. And just like we saw this weekend with the production mandering to uh, get Jack to change his vote from uh, Matt to Felicia um, in the last day. But uh, the thing is, is there's nothing you can do to stop this except for to call the people, cast them, and get them right into uh, sequester, take their phones away. But other than that, the pre-gaming is always going to happen. But as far as Janelle goes, she said that when she was contacted about All-Stars, she said, I know I'm going to have a target on my back, you know, from the get-go. And she says, I hope you're going to, you know, put in other big players like Derek and Dan Giesling so that, you know, I'll have some shields ahead of me. And they said, oh, you're not going to believe the people that are going to be on the show. And, of course, there was no Derek. There was no Dan. Um, there were some pretty awful non-threatening people uh, cast on the show, but that's another story. Okay, Black Cat, go ahead, baby. Yeah, I totally agree with... Um... The whole, you know, Janelle uh, making herself less threatening. Like, um, you know, back in the old days, season six, season seven, she won a lot and she didn't have to do that. And so and then she had an alliance that she relied on, you know, that was loyal to her. And she is going to be on the traders this season, um, season two. So I I don't know. She's probably going to get voted out early, you know, like I'll say. So I'm not holding my breath for her to win or anything. But, um, you know, I always love seeing her on TV because I still love her, even though everyone, you know, might hate her. <laughs> but, you know, it like ran season six and seven. She should have won those seasons, in my opinion. But anyways, that's all I have to say. Well, if, if, if Janelle's going to be on Traders uh, this year, I don't think she's going to get out uh, voted up necessarily immediately. You have to remember last year we had Rachel and we had Cody there, and that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And I think Janelle moves a different way than a lot of them. She does come in loud, I will admit that. But Rachel came in super animated and loud in the Traders, and she did not get done. I thought she was going to be sitting home immediately myself. Um, I don't know how Janelle's going to move in Traders, but I think to me in Traders... It's com- this is a different game compared to Challenge, Big Brother, all of them. Right. It's really about being conniving and sneaky and quiet. So I don't know if they're going to work against her because she is, you know. But maybe shoot that first day, you read the room and kind of see how the competition goes. It's more about how you're moving and not, not about who you know, what alliances you're in, because the traders don't work that way. I love how they work against that, where it's I don't know. But if she becomes a traitor, oh, wow. Now, that I would like to see. Because that's how we were able to see Sari move the way she did and, and manipulate. So, uh, we'll see. Uh, Sheena? Um, I was going to say, I don't think Janelle is going to go out first on the traitors, too, because... Like reality um, TV was alluding to, Dan is going to be there. 
So if I was there and I know about Big Brother, I'm going to break my neck running around that entire fucking castle telling these people, Dan got to go home. Dan got to go home. He's going to win all this fucking money. Dan got to go home. Like, I literally would not be sleeping at night trying to get those people to get Dan out. So she actually got lucky this time that there are some huge targets. Sandra's there. Sandra's a huge fucking target. Poverty's there. Poverty's a, a huge fucking target. So she actually got lucky this time that there are some huge targets playing with her. So she might, you know, make it a little while. But if Dan goes, Sandra goes, poverty goes, she's next. So she's going to, what she's going to have to do is she's going to have to try to keep Dan and Sandra, at least in the game as long as possible, because if they all go, she's going to be the biggest target left. That's going to be a good season though, because the players in the game, but you know what? I'm going to be honest. If I was like in a situation where I was in traders and it's a, a game I'm not that familiar with, and I mean playing it, not necessarily watching it. I would kind of talk to Dan and uh, like, hey, I don't know what's happening, but let's just kind of meet up and talk sometime. You know, make it real light, nothing heavy, because and, and, and I would still be that one saying, hey guys, you know what? Dan might need to go home. That man is. I'll do both because if he stays, I'll have him on my side. Because traders are so it's a more whisper, whisper and shush, shush kind of a show. Where to me, I feel like you could be more conniving and more sneaky in that show. Maybe I'll play both sides. I would. I'll be like, damn, you know me, you be big, big, big brother alum. You know, we here. And I'll be saying, everybody, y'all know he won. Y'all know how conniving he is. He gonna win. He gonna beat us all. Baby, every day. I'll be Felicia every day. I'll be Felicia and Sari. I'm telling you, I would do Felicia and Sari at one game. That's how I'm gonna play big brother if I ever get to the house. That's how I'm gonna play it. Period. Go ahead, Blackout. I loved Felicia so much this season. She brought me so much joy. Like, honestly, when it was so, like, you know, like, like Matt and Jag, like, all they've done is badmouth, like, everyone, pretty much, like, the whole season. And, you know, Matt still can't stop talking about Riley. You know, it's like she's still there. She haunts the house. Um, you know, I don't know. I think he talks bitterly about America because he's jealous that she got as far as she did and Riley didn't, but I really don't know. Um, and the traitor season two. So Dan's supposed to be there. Poverty's supposed to be there. Sandra. And there was someone else that I'm forgetting. I can't remember. I thought Taylor and Hale and maybe Kaser too. Now, I'm going to say this about Taylor, as far as, because people look at Taylor like, some people are saying they don't want Taylor. Every time they mention her name, they don't want to see her on these shows. I don't know what it's to hate for Taylor. I've noticed that a lot. I don't want to see Taylor there. I'm like, wow, okay. And then, I, I, I don't hear y'all saying about the white alums, but I'll leave it at that. But as far as uh, Taylor's concerned, I don't know if she will fit in traders to me. Now, right. she may have that side to her. I don't know. I just don't see it. Sheena? Okay, so I just want to say um, on one of Taylor's lives, I actually asked her, would she ever do the traitors? And she basically, she didn't say outright, but she basically alluded to, to me 
that she was asked. But Taylor is still under contract with CBS. Your contract is two years. So she can't be on the traders. So Taylor can't be on the traders. And then what's the other name that you said? Um, I can't remember. Okay. Because I, I, the other person that you said, I don't think they're going to be on either. Poverty, Sandra. No, no. Sandra and Poverty are, are on. I believe they've been confirmed. But, um, yeah. So for Janelle, me personally, if I were her, I would be working with Sandra and Poverty. We're going to do the Bad Bitches oh, Alliance. Trishelle. What? Trishelle from Real World is going to be on there. Yeah, I'm excited about I'm excited about that. Um, Kamisha, I did I tell you that I was DMing with her? I'm excited about that. She's going to be. Oh, like she's not been on anything in a long time. Like, I love. Yeah. So I'm excited to see her. But if I was Janelle, I would team up with Sandra and Poverty. We're going to have a bad bitches alliance. Get Dan out. And then we're going to go from there. That's what I would do. And see and see what happens. Because Dan is going to win the money if he stays. So Dan got to go. But yeah. she can keep Sandra and Poverty as bigger targets in front of her and work yeah. with them. That's what I would do if I were her. But Kamisha, I wanted to ask you. Is this going to be like your last Big Brother space? Are you going to do one after the finale or what? After what now? Oh, somebody. Uh, I'm saying, is this going to be your last Big Brother space? Are you doing one after the finale or what? Oh, no, I'm doing one after the finale for sure. Oh, yeah. Okay. We're going to get okay. into that. Yeah, so I haven't set it up yet, but we are doing one after the finale. So um, that's really all I wanted to get into today. I really want to get into much. We got to a lot of different topics that I actually am going to talk about on my YouTube channel. We had some really, oh, I love the dialogue we had today. Um, Tina, do you have anything you want to add besides that little bit you just said? No, I just want to say I'm trying to figure out. I'm going to do my last solo Big Brother space. I don't know, maybe like tomorrow or Wednesday. And then obviously I'll come to your post finale space so just be on the lookout for that i just want to say i know a lot of y'all in the off season i won't talk to you as much so it's been fun you know talking to y'all talking about the show doing whatever honestly i'm not ready to watch big brother again in february but if it's going to be winners from different shows that'll at least be interesting we'll be right back here going at it on the timeline again but it was nice to watch Sari play every moment of watching her play. I enjoyed. So I'm thankful for that this season. It's not ending the way that a lot of us want, but at least we got to see Sari. So that's my final word on the season, really. Well, guys, thanks for this season. I will give my final closing on Big Brother. Uh, just as beautifully, as, not as beautiful as uh, Shane just did it, but I'll do my best. But uh, uh, Thursday, after Thursday. But y'all make sure y'all follow me on YouTube because when I'm not on Twitter, which is not as much, I am on YouTube every freaking day. And I cover more than Big Brother. I cover the challenge. Channel 39 is on the way. I'm already covering that. Trying to plan interviews for that season. So please follow me there. I'm also doing uh, Real Housewives of Potomac. All that is on YouTube. Um, I'm also doing Ready to Love, Make a Move, and Ready to Love Dallas when it comes back in January. And whatever else I got going on, I post here, but y'all, and follow me on my podcast, because if you don't follow me on YouTube, because like I say this all the time, like my 